What does it look like to build a million-dollar digital marketing agency from the ground up with no outside funding and no product to sell yet? This podcast is going to be the answer to that. I'm Chris Creed, and I'm on that journey, and I'm so excited to share with you all of it. The ups and downs, successes, the failures. This is an honest look at what it takes to build and start something new. This is the StoryWell Marketing Podcast. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my gosh, it's so good to be talking to y'all again today. I have a really uh, a special treat for you today. I was on a podcast. I got to be on another podcast um, a couple weeks ago now, and uh, I wanted to share a little bit of, uh, of that interview with you all because we, um, you know, towards the end, they asked me a question that kind of inspired me to talk about something I've been meaning to talk about on this show anyway. And I'll actually probably create a whole other episode that is just focused on this and, and breaking down this um, topic. But one of the big, uh, one, of the, one of the questions they asked was, how does luck play into all of this stuff? Like how, how does, how does it play into it? And uh, I answered in probably a way they weren't expecting me to. And uh, um, honestly, I wasn't expecting it to come out this way. So I'm really excited to share with you this episode so that you can, uh, you can break down and understand why it seems like people get lucky and how you can make that happen for yourself as well. So let's, let's just go right into it here. How necessary is luck and success in your opinion? Mm. Is luck any part of success or all of it, most of it? I think there's, there's lots of answers to that question, but I, I think, um, luck, uh, plays, plays a role in any, any sort of thing that you launch, right? Like you, I, I think there are ways that you can, uh, minimize the chance of needing that. Um, for example, like I think people tend to think that in order to start a business or have a, a product or whatever, like you have to create something entirely new. Like it's it has to be brand new and it has to be really awesome and that or or people aren't going to to jump on it, right? Like that's the whole shark tank model yeah. of like here's this new brand new thing I yeah. invented and now here's it's a gonna change the world. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like and it's it's just not it's just not true. And the way you, um, you going back to the stuff Stephen Larson teaches, um, it's about, you know, analyzing the, like you've heard of the, the red ocean, blue ocean, uh, topic, right? Have you guys heard of that? Sounds familiar. Justin, have okay. you? No, no so, Justin hasn't. So I'll pretend I have. Okay. And then, well, there's, there's a, there's a book called blue ocean strategy. You guys should, you guys should check that out. But it's, uh, it's the whole concept is, um, if, you know, a red ocean is the one that's that's full. It's where all the people are, but that's also where all the sharks are. <laughs> so gotcha. it's, there's the red ocean, and a blue ocean is where, like, there's no there's no sharks in there. You can you, the whole goal is to move from the red ocean to a blue ocean. So you're the one, you're the king of that of that category, and you are the one who gets to feed the people. The problem is, there's also no people in the blue ocean. So you have to find them somewhere, and where those people live is in the red ocean so how you minimize this question of like luck having to do with it is you um go to the red ocean whatever whatever that community is let's say it's um photography wedding photography or whatever and you um you want to create your own blue ocean out of that red ocean 
and you want to bring some people over here. Well, the, the people who are most likely to shift over are what, what Stephen calls um, uh, um, type ones. And those are the people who they understand that they're, the solution that's out there, they're looking at wedding photographers, whatever, and they, they see everybody, but something's just not clicking, right? And they're like, oh, man, I wish it was this way. And if you can find out, like, the answer or, like, be, be able to accurately describe whatever problem they're having with the red ocean and say, hey, are you frustrated about this? They'll, they'll wake up and be like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I am frustrated about that. And I didn't really know know that I was, but I mean, I, 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 yeah, what do you have to say about it? And maybe you don't know the solution yet. Maybe you have to work with them to build a solution or you have some idea of how you can make it better or different. And that will be enough to bring them over. And then you can build the blue ocean with those people. If that makes sense. So yeah. if you, if you do it that way, it removes the, the question of, of luck because you've done it by design. But if you, the, the, where the luck part comes in is if you decide to make up the solution on your own. Let's say you think that people are frustrated with wedding photography because um, everybody shoots the same way or something. Yeah. And like you think the solution is to shoot only in selective color. <laughs> like, I'll like come over here. Like I'm, I'm completely different. I shoot in selective color and I, everything I'll, I'll keep your shirt blue while the rest of you is black and white, you know, like, <laughs> every, and that's every the shot. solution. And like, yeah. turns out that's not what anybody wanted, you know, like mm -hmm. it's not, that's not the case. So maybe it's something different. Maybe they want, um, I, I don't know. I'm just, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like that, that would have been, if that, if that happened to be the solution, then that would have required luck. But trying to, what I'm saying is like, you get lucky if you come up with it on your own. Yeah. You you can remove that piece though, if you work within the constraints that are already there, and work with the people to find out what the solution actually is. And I would say my success, like kind of the right place, right time. You know, just like for weddings example, I saw. Do you know Jeffrey Holland? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I saw one of his wedding videos. And this was like one of the first wedding films I ever saw, you know, and it blew my mind. I was like, this is gorgeous. You know, it's not just a wedding video on a VHS tape, you know? And yeah. um, I was like, I want to try this because at this point, like I was doing training videos and things like that. So I reached out to my wedding photographer and I said, hey, talk to your clients and see if they need wedding video. So I had my Canon T3i I was like, I'm going to try to shoot a cinematic wedding, you know? And then actually uh, someone I went to college with booked me because they knew I was thinking about getting into wedding video. They haven't even seen my work. And, yeah. and that wedding was at Houston Station, like the one that they booked me without seeing any of my work. The right. other, other wedding, my first wedding was in Gallatin at the pick-in. And amazing couple. I'm still friends with them. I actually knew the groom. Just right place, right time. I knew... Like someone, they were like, hey, you got a camera. Next thing you know, that wedding at Houston Station led to more as well. So yeah. I'm like, is that let, luck or hard work or right well, place, right me, time? Stuff like that. You, let's, let's break down what you just said. And if you don't mind, yeah. is that okay? Yeah. No, go for it. Okay. You, you said that you saw, you like you, this old paradigm, you, you're, yeah. that you just described this journey of like, 
you're this this old thing of like this is how weddings i had the same experience with cinematic weddings by the way um i was like whoa i didn't know that was a thing so and it's you know people are marching along and they're getting wedding videographers like with the big camcorders and they are seeing this right and they're like this is the only way like this is just the way it is and then all of a sudden somebody decided to make it better better different it's mm-hmm. still a wedding still a wedding video but it's different. And you're like, Whoa, that's different. I want that. I didn't know that I wanted that. I didn't know that was the solution to my problem, but my Lord, that's awesome. I want that. And then you as the business owner saw, had had that journey for yourself, but saw an opportunity within a blue ocean that had been created. And you jumped in on that. Does that make sense? Touche. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's, it's kind of the same thing. And I've, I've talked about, I've talked about this with new photographers too. You, You know, when like, the dark and moody trend was all about, and it was everything you saw was dark and moody. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was still like super new and cool. It films a good example too, where like everything was all bright and airy and like it looked, had that look. Mm -hmm. And my advice to anybody who was like trying to get into like and really launch their business at the time was to like, look at that style, the style that's popular because that is a, is, is kind of a shift into a different category and just, go ahead and start making stuff in that style. Like that's, yeah. that's the hottest market right now. You know, it's the easiest sell. People are going to be attracted to it. So anyway, yeah. Awesome. Thank y'all so much for listening today. Hey, if you have a second, could you go and rate and review the show on iTunes? That would be amazing. Uh, it helps me out because I know that, you know, you're getting something from the show and it helps other people find the show as well. So that would be amazing. But until next time, y'all, I'm Chris Creed. This has been the Storywell Marketing Podcast, and I'll talk to you soon.